The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. All right. Thank you, Alliance. Wednesday morning. Perfect Wednesday morning. You can see it in the sky. A little breeze going. Although we did complain. Brett said it. You kind of jinxed it. You said it, uh, I think it was Monday. Flags haven't been at half staff in a while. Remember? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you did that. That's your fault. And here they are. Thanks. Looking out there at the flags now at half staff. <laughs> and now everybody's losing their mind. Again, like I said, none of this was going to ever be about a school shooting or guns or anything else. You got religious people versus trans people, and that's all I'm seeing on that. I got, and now that lady the we were talking about this morning, the Katie Hobbs press secretary fired off a picture. It's a great movie. I forgot about Gloria. Yeah. It's a good movie. Where Jenna Rowland has got two handguns and she's pointing them and uh the press secretary for our governor. And you'd think this would be something that uh Carrie Lake's press secretary would do is put a picture up of somebody shooting somebody else and say, this is what uh, this is us when we see transphobes. And she did that like right after the school shooting, like people who are afraid of transphobic people should be shot is what the governor's office is saying. And I'm looking at this thing like, whoa, you know what I'm phobic of? Anybody aiming a gun at me? I don't care if you're at at that point. I don't care what color you are. What I'm not going to have some, you know, even if I'm a racist, I'm not going to have, you know. Like a black guy, I'm a gun at me and go, typical. I'm not doing it. It's, it's the gun is what I'm scared of. I am phobic of all gun-toting, pointing them at me people. That is a phobia I will live with forever. If you're a trans person and you aim a gun at me, I am at that very moment incredibly transphobic of that trans. I can be transphobic at that point. I'm not going to look at a transphobic pointing a gun at me and, and uh, talk to my kid and go, hey, don't be afraid of transphobe, uh, trans uh, people. They're they're just like you and I. Yeah, but that one's pointing a gun at us. Uh, you're being a bigot. You're afraid of a trans person. It's, you're really showing some ugliness right now. But the gun, they're pointing a gun. They're saying they want to kill us. Yeah, see, now that's not, it's not representative of the trans community. At that very moment, I'm like, ah, this trans person's crazy. And I don't care who hears it. Trans, not trans, black, white, Mexican. Alien, cat, dog, lion, you point a gun at me, I'm phobic of you. And from that point forward, I might have a little bit of a trigger from there. I see a dude in a similar dress. Oh, that's the same dress that one dude was wearing when he aimed that gun at me. I might have a little bit of post-traumatic stress. My friend Danny was in Iraq for a long time. He does not like it uh, when somebody sneaks up on him dressed as a beekeeper. It's just not in his nature to like that anymore. Let's hope that never happens. Is he, is he phobic of people who come out of the shower? A little, for a second. Like you got that girl, got the towel on her head. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm home. I'm home. He's phobic of things falling. He's got a lot of stuff that makes him phobic. Understandable. Because someone was aiming guns at him. 
guns being aimed at me change everything. You know, all dogs to me are pretty great, but I understand if you were attacked by a dog, you got a little bit of a dog phobia. So I think Jocelyn Barry is going to lose her job. I've never heard of her. It's not good when you're the press secretary for a governor and the first thing I hear from you is, uh, you know, you're... This is like Carrie Lake got yelled at for this. And I made fun of her because it was dumb when she had a picture of herself with that, that 12 gauge. I thought that was funny. Hilarious. I don't think she was trying to be funny, though. She's not funny. I don't think Carrie was being funny. She had a 12 gauge and said she was going to take down some Chinese balloons. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious because of how wrong. Yeah, but if she was serious about it, then yeah. That's- She's serious about it. Because you know why I know that? Because Carrie is a gun person, supposedly. To have a 12-gauge and claim you're going to take stuff out of the sky. Everybody who's a gun person's like, what do you got, 170 feet on that thing? You're not going anywhere nah, with exactly. that shotgun. You're not, you, you might shoot down a low-flying drone, a pigeon, maybe. You're not getting any Chinese balloons. So you just you showed that you're, even if it's a joke, it's a little ignorant. This is the same thing. If, if this was Carrie Lake's crew saying, this is what we see when we see transphobes. Like, look, you want to shoot people? The violence is the answer? It's insane. She's probably going to lose her job. That's a good movie, though. A glory movie. Jenna Rollins is awesome in that. Us when we see transphobes. And that means you're going to shoot people who say things you don't agree with. That's not a good message from the governor's office. Uh, that's probably... Uh, that's a very Carrie Lake thing to do. What's the uh, fan duel on that one? How long do we got? Do you she think get, until before she, she gets fired? Yeah. It'll be a, it'll be a little bit. Does she get fired or does she uh, resign? Well, here's the thing. It is in defense of the alphabet community, and they and there's a strong sense of not really getting too crazy about saying, oh, you can't have you, but you, you're aiming guns. So it goes against the left people saying, well, we're not gun toters. So this one's, this one's going to be an internal debate. I'd give it a week. Normally, a normal person would go, okay, I can't have you representing me. You're fired. So you're taking the over. So I would take the over if... The over is uh, five days. I'm taking the over. All right, you taking it. What's your same game parlay? Is she going to resign or get fired? <laughs> she's getting Ooh, fired. She's going to be asked to leave. Uh, she's she's going to be asked to leave. Um, yes, she's going to be fired. Okay, but I don't know that they'll use the word fired. All right, because it's it's a touchy topic. Reassigned. She, it would look like they're firing her for defending trans people, but she used guns to do it. I don't think they'll reassign her. They're going to kick gonna her. They're going to put her out. in the transportation. they're not yeah defending trans with guns is a very hard thing for the for the left to sort out right people don't even know what to do with this i'm transphobic but i enjoy handguns this is hard i need to see if carrie lakes actually commented on this yet no she's She's probably allowed i am i have to admit it though i am transphobic of any trans person coming at me with two AK-47s and a handgun. I am immediately transphobic. I have to admit that. At that very moment, I'm scared of that trans. I probably, because I'm a normal human being, wouldn't recognize the trans part. I'd be looking too close at the gun. (laughs) Not really sure about your history. Don't know what you've been through. Don't know what medicines you're on. Uh, I just know that that dude in a dress coming at me with a gun right now is uh, making me phobic. And I think that's understandable. So hopefully that the trans community can understand that. That if I say something like, Eesh, I sure do hate trans people, dot, 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 who are aiming guns at me. I hope people can understand that that's a... I hate all people aiming guns at me, but in this particular case, we're talking about that. 
And I'm not going to defame you. I'm not even going to feel bad about calling you. Oh. E. You know, they fire her already? No. Oh, okay. There you go. Update. What is it? The Carrie did have a thing. Oh, she's, oh, she, see, it's political. If conservative made light of a mass shooting and called for more violence, they'd be personally and professionally destroyed. But a member of Katie Hobbs' staff did just that, and the media is silent. We don't partake in cancel culture, but the media's bias has never been clearer. Well, it's not cancel culture to actually fire someone who did something wrong. You know? Especially in government. You can't go aiming guns at folks like that. But what are you going to do? That's a... Uh non-forgivable basically uh, that's one of those things right yeah you can't you can't be this the press secretary and say we'll kill anybody who disagrees with us that's really a bad message from the you're supposed to be uniting the you know you're not just representing one side you know when you're the governor of a state you and your staff are governor of both trans and transphobic you may not like it i didn't sign up for all that (laughs) but you you just became governor of all of us and there's a good group of people out there that you wouldn't associate with at all that you're representing. You can't say you're going to kill them. The other thing I think that I've been getting a ton of these. I didn't know about this. There's a thing called the Trans Day of Visibility. It's been going on for a while. On March 31st, they changed the name of it to the Trans Day of Vengeance. I just, you know, I sent you that email a minute ago. Print that off. Yeah, There's another yeah. one that just came through the same thing. Asking, y'all heard about the Trans Vengeance Day? Yeah, I don't like the word vengeance. No, I'm I'm transphobic of the word. <laughs> like, if trans people are seeking vengeance, I don't know if I'm on the list or not. Timing of it's not good. Are you John phobic at all? Because I need to know now if this vengeance thing's aimed anywhere near me. I'm fine with whatever you do. Most us normal folks don't care. Again, I've pointed this out. I find it odd anybody wants to cut off their wing because I don't want to cut mine off. But go ahead. You do you. Doesn't bother me whatsoever. Just don't point a gun at me. We're going to be friends. Probably not friends. Well, we're going to. We'll pass each other without incident. (laughs) But the John's Day of Vengeance here at KUPD, that doesn't sound inviting or sweet or anything, does it? Wouldn't go over well. KUPD's Day of Vengeance would be. What are they up to? It just—I think it's what the Bruce Willis movies have done to us. Die Hard with a vengeance, like yeah, just you, you a feel day like of vengeance. You feel like there's going to be a lot of violence involved in the word vengeance. Maybe a you know new marketing plan for your day of. Vi- I think day of visibility is not bad. They should hire Jocelyn for their. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they did for their publicist. Maybe this lady like is it, stop the trans genocide, trans day of vengeance. Like, I'm not in on the genocide. I didn't know that was going on. I didn't know that there was a full eradication genocide of trans people. I know there's some people who are pretty up in arms about it, and they might get a little angry. I, I am... Camps? People's, uh, majority of the people want to just get rid of the transgender Are there? thing. I've not met anyone know. that wants to eradicate the entire thing. Yeah, not I the know. population or yeah. just to, to... There's a lot of people that wish it would go away. I don't think there's any action being taken to actually eliminate them, you know, full tilt. I think maybe there's a few lunatics that say terrible things. But I don't really see that too much. I'm, I'm seeing, you know what I'm seeing? The uh, pronoun thing or... Yeah, you know what you I'm know? seeing is a lot more confidence with the trans community in restaurants and stuff like that. Like, I see a lot more trans people, yeah. which means it's getting better. I think that's what I'm seeing, is that it's a, a more inclusive and more accepting society that I've been to 
the Windsor a few times. And uh, uh, yesterday at Clearwater Grill, I, there was a trans in there. I don't think anybody even tried to kill them. I know that a real genocide, um, you're trying to hide your identity from the people who are trying to take you out. I know that there weren't a lot of folks wandering around with uh, Stars of David on. I've never seen any of, of these Poland. altercations that happen all yeah, the time. I've not seen a whole lot of that. The restaurant, they sit down with whatever party they're in. There's some, admire, and I've, it's yeah. just fine. It's There's never, some terrible behavior out there for sure. But I'm not seeing I think genocide might be a push. I see that across the board with uh, the wait staff, how they're treated most of the time in the restaurants. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, maybe internationally, but... Frankly, I don't care about that at all. I know there's a lot of problems in the world, so man, we just knock those dominoes down somewhere else. But Trans Day of Vengeance? Do I have to stay inside that day? John Holmberg's Morning Sickness, the 98 KUPD. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's morning sickness. That, I'll be honest with you, I'm phobic of that. I have a little phobia of any group that has vengeance on them on their brain. I've never seen a movie called, you know, even E.T.'s vengeance sounds like, oh, this is going to go sideways. This is going to get pear shaped real quick. E.T.'s coming back and he's mad. Sesame Street's day of vengeance. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm struggling to put a real happy spin on that. Teletubbies, vengeance will be theirs. This Friday at Footprint Center. Huh? Teletubbies, vengeance? Bring your kids to Teletubbies, day of vengeance. Ah, kids are going to miss that one. Mormons, vengeance is ours. They're usually yeah, so nice. I, great for churches. <laughs> I don't think the word vengeance is inviting to anyone. Sounds like I need to take up arms and defend myself. Vengeance? I don't want that. I want a group of people in clothes that look like they should be on other people coming at me with an angry face. I, I, I support your day of visibility. This day of vengeance has me uh, nervous. You going to Planned Parenthood's day of vengeance? <laughs> That's, oh man, that sounds like a lot of vacuums and graham crackers. <laughs> the day of vengeance. All you people who weren't aborted will pay! Wow, the Planned Parenthood folks are having a march. What's it called? Yeah, this is going to throw you. It's the Vacuums of Vengeance, and, uh, and they're angry. Yeah, I, just, I think the word vengeance needs to be dropped from any of your parades or marches for equality. Day of Vengeance. And look at that. It's like a, that's their website. It's like it says it real big. Vengeance is the biggest word twice. They're not going to come out the next day and go, April Fool's. Right, maybe. Now, see, now that could be. But then, you know what? Typical trans. They did it on a day that wasn't April 1st. Always screwing with the, the norms. Uh, it says, uh, a protest organized by the Trans Radical Activist Network is an altered version of the Trans Day of Visibility. It's held every year for people uh, to grieve trans people who have died. Well, that sounds like a reasonable thing. And then you add the word vengeance in over dead bodies, and now it's a Liam Neeson movie. 
Trans Day of Vengeance is held uh, March 31st and April 1st, so maybe, Brady. It's at the Supreme Court, according to the group's website. At the Arizona Supreme Court or the big one? Yeah, anyway, I'm not a real big fan of the word vengeance. I don't think Chicago Cubs Day of Vengeance (laughs) was the name of the parade, although that would have been pretty funny after they won the World Series. Kansas City Chiefs had their day of vengeance through the streets of KC after. Isn't it great? It just sounds a little bit. It sounds a little awful. You know, it sounds, you know, I hate to break it to you, trans people. Sounds a little bit like those whole January 6th folks. You know, the insurrectionists that. It does have. Sounds a little bit like that's who we're going to be. Like trans people dressed up as that shaman. And I wouldn't be surprised well, if that, that makes more sense. Yeah, that's the big normal. Fur yeah. coat and the buffalo hat. I, that's pretty much what I'm Three seeing. quarters of it covered. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing a whole lot of fear from the trans community to wander through uh, everywhere. I, I'm, and I'm happy that it's happening. Good for you. But I'm not seeing them like hiding in corners when they're at Windsor or Phoenix City Grill. I go to restaurants and I'm like, oh, I notice. Does that make me transphobic when I see a six-foot-three-inch man in a sequin gown at the, the restaurant I'm at? Well, what about Dennis Rodman you always see? I see Dennis Rodman on Camelback all the time. <laughs> Frankly, I'm, I admire his outfits. He's got I don't know where his closet is because he's taking city buses, but dude has got a an extensive outfit, a lot of clothes, and handbags, tons of purses. Really? Yeah. About seven feet three, built like Kevin Durant. Uh, where's the hell out of some heels? I mean, that is, I don't even know where you shop for that stuff. Gotta custom, have a size 15. All custom made. Has to have a size 15. But not, no, because also a little bit homeless. Like begs for money. Can't figure it out. So custom made shoes, I, I don't know where, I don't know where that dude's getting his size 15 stilettos, but knocking them stiff. <laughs> My cop buddy Ben knows. He's like, I know who you're talking about. Every time I talk about it, it's like, I know who you're talking about. There's a cobbler in the zone. <laughs> they started cobbling. For <laughs> you go down there and get your tattered, oh, yeah. your tattered shoes cobbled. Get your outfit. The sole of this one's flippity-flopping again. No problem. <laughs> Have it done by five. If you want, you can go take a <laughs> in front of the subway. <laughs> Why don't you do that? Why like, don't you do that? By the time oh. you're done in front of that office building, I'll have your shoes cobbled. Well, I had it done in two dumps. I don't have a, a second pair of shoes. I might get some of the on my feet. See, now that's what we're having a problem with here in the zone. I say hover over a wall. Anyway, enjoy your shit. I'll cobble away. The zone a, cobbler. They've got a dry cleaner down there. He just hangs yeah. the clothes. <laughs> dries them out. Yeah, just look, we'll just get the moisture off. There's nothing we can do. The zone cobbler's day of vengeance. I want a day of vengeance. I want John Holmberg's day of vengeance. Let's pick a day. They're always asking for new ideas up there in Chicago. Hey, what's the show up to? Got any new ideas? Yeah. Yeah, we got one. John Holmberg's day of vengeance. What is that? I take aim at all the other radio stations. I march in front of them. And I just have at their masses. (laughs) How does the listener get involved? They march in the day of vengeance with me. Well armed. With loud boom boxes and radios that will play at top volume. And this helps us how? Vengeance always helps. 
You've been watching too many movies. Get him out of here. Day of Vengeance. All right, enjoy your Day of Vengeance. But I don't know if that's going to be a thing. Does baseball start tonight? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So today's the last day of any it's sort like of travel day. They have traveling and everything. Because the Diamondbacks played at uh, Chase yesterday, and nobody was there. Oh, just another, no one knew about another day of chase. Yeah, it's, a, it's like the seasons were in mid swing. Like the fans are in full form down there at Chase Field. There was no one there. I saw the um, ratings on ballparks. Uh, Twenty eight out of thirty. Twenty seven was it? Yeah, it's got to be down low. Which it's, one is worse? I, uh, I gotta remember. Yeah, there can't be many worse. Bank, uh, to me, it's the worst ballpark in baseball. I think it is the worst baseball stadium to watch a game and enjoy yourself. Tropicana Field. That's a dump. That's a dump. Was was one below it. Um, I can't even think of another one that would be bad. Maybe Fenway. Well, Fenway's got some neat stuff in it. I found it. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine, but I I've, I believe that to be true up up and down. I think that's the Trop worst. Trop is the worst. Yeah, yeah. Tropicana's 30th. Oh, and the A's, the Oakland College. That's season. right. Yeah, that makes sense. Oakland hasn't done anything for baseball in a long time there. Angel, Angel Stadium. Stadium isn't that bad. They just redid it 15 years ago. Yeah, Oldest ballpark, that's why they were saying. Oh, these are the oldest ones. Rogers Center. Oh, is this oldest? Well, as far as. No, I no, think that's be. the big rap against the Angels oh. of, of current ballparks. They redid it not that long ago. I thought they did too. Well, but they did. It was a Disney still, bought it, and they redid. They put a big fountain out in the. It used to be horrible there. All they had was the big. But again, a. you know how they date ballparks. Now. Oh yeah, no. If it doesn't have the amenities, Chase Fields. In my opinion, I've been to a lot of baseball stadiums. Uh, Chase Fields, but Dodger Stadium's not. Pleasant. It's just uh, I want to go because it's Dodger because Stadium. Because it's Dodger yeah. Stadium, but you'll be disappointed when you go that it's the only thing it has is the allure of the Dodgers. It was the same mm-hmm. thing. It's a dump with uh, Chase as well last year, right? You, no longer can they open the roof. Uh, they can when nobody's there. Yeah, because it was I open yesterday. Yeah, I think. They can open. I'm it. pretty sure it was really? open yesterday. Okay. For they just, the game, what but... they can't do anymore is close it or open it while there's a crowd. Well, they used to be able to do that. And they used to, and and it used to be a show. You could watch it. Like part of the part of the fascination with being there was in five minutes we're going to close this thing. They had a countdown. Remember the screen? Yeah, yeah. Wrote they, they cannot do that anymore. It's structurally unsound. Let's see what the number one. So as long as because they can't risk slamming and moving that concrete around anymore. So yeah, Pirates got number one park. It's a it's that's the most beautiful park in baseball. It, really? it does get any credit. It is a it's there's a weird statistic that you're never further than eighty feet from the plate. Hmm. Like, like further from the field. It's the weirdest thing. Like, even in the upper deck, they have the angles to where you're, like, right there. It's such a cool park. And it's small. New Giants Stadium. Yeah. It's, 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 Fenway. One thing, the, the, the double-edged sword with Diamondbacks baseball is, the uh, it's cruddy. It's big. It's, too big. Well, beyond that, they're going to want a new one, and nobody's going to want to pay for it. Yeah. So you haven't put anything on the field to right. to get people excited about. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. So the city doesn't care about the Diamondbacks because they've been kind of crap for a while. They're going to need a new stadium soon, and uh, I don't know who's going to fund that. I don't know if anybody's going to want that around. So I wouldn't. I, I don't think they're going to move, but I think they're going to be playing in that dump a lot. I think that stadium has made it so fans aren't excited about the team when they're if they're not good. Going to that place is awful. I think that I honestly do. I think that's the worst experience to watch baseball. If you're it, and you're trying to convince kids to like baseball, and you, know, you start that pitch clock and all this other stuff, like to get the youth involved, you got to have a better experience than, than that giant warehouse of boring. 
And it just, you can almost like hear the air conditioner. It's just this weird dead hum throughout the entire, there's no energy there. But they got a pool. The pool is the stupidest thing in the world. Uh, the, the, Not sure which pool company's on it now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who built it, but it's around. been 45 pool places. They're like, it's not worth it, man. You're charging top dollar to just have it. We can put it on a billboard and do better. Dave's pool. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a bad experience. You go to a real good ballpark. And you know what's crazy is if the roof is open and those panels are open, totally different experience. It feels like a baseball stadium. It's got a nice feeling, open air. It's pretty. You close that roof. It's like trying to play football in the garage. Just a weird kind of like you're going to be bouncing off walls. It feels funny. There's a mall. There's a playground for kids. They give everybody other stuff to do. So, yeah. I don't say tear it down because they'll have to move. But. And speaking of stadiums, my day of vengeance. You heard it here. Phoenix already filed suit against Tempe on the uh, their entertainment district. Like I said, there's no way Phoenix will allow that hockey stadium to get built where they're wanting to build it. And what did they claim? As predicted, flight restriction issues. I don't know if you guys are... Taken so seriously how close you are to the airport, I don't think we can put that that structure there. Phoenix just sued Tempe, so Coyotes just got hammered again. I don't. There's no way they're going to build that thing there. No way. They took away the the football stadium, so Tempe couldn't have it. Claimed it was the airport because Phoenix was still in the running, and then they blew it. But now that might not be a bad idea. Inside of uh, Chase Field, build yourself a hockey stadium. Grease the right hand. Yeah. I'd go to that if you made, uh, you know, you could make a little pop-up thing inside Bank One Ballpark about hockey, and then it can expand as you need. But they won't do that either. It's just not a good idea. Try to get that ice in and out of there all the time. It's a mess. But anyway, baseball starts tomorrow. Diamondbacks fans in full swing already. Yesterday, maybe three or 4,000 people showed up for that. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> wonder how many cold games there will be because most of those teams like no, it's gonna be Minnesota try to... Well, the Cubs open up in Chicago, and yeah. I think it's in the 30s it's or be 40s. 12. Oh. Nothing better than watching those guys yeah. in ski caps trying to hit with a wooden bat and their hands just like they grab the beehive. It's terrible. But that's because everybody's so excited about Kevin Durante. That's all I think. <laughs> Kevin Durant's day of vengeance. He's coming for us. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Bert? Uh, wake Up Song, of course, brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. We're getting near the end of the month, so if you've been uh, hemming and hawing about getting yourself a new mountain bike, yeah, two days. the Santa Cruz factory special, factory sale goes away. <laughs> so make sure you guys hook it up this week. Go visit Josh and the boys. They will definitely take care of you. And if you're not a Santa Cruz fan, no problem. They got pivots. They got everything else. And uh, 10% off all front suspension mountain bikes and it will be cold this weekend, so if you're heading up north, make sure you head on over there because they got twenty percent off all winter clothing. ActionRideShop.com, or just go visit them on Gilbert Road in Southern. It's the Action Ride Shop sale of vengeance. On uh, the list, speaking of that, uh, Avatars, violence, no matter what. <laughs> yep. uh, Parkway Drive, the greatest fear. Uh, Jane's addiction on there. I guess Perry's turn at sixty four. Uh, prong, snapping oh, fingers. Wow. Bloodhound Gang. Judas Priest screaming for vengeance there for the day is. of vengeance. That's it. Katie Hubb's favorite song. <laughs> screaming for vengeance. All right. I like that one. Good stuff. We'll go with that. Ben Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98. KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Another thing I read, and Brady, you might want to try this at home. 
Uh, Brett, you as well. Okay. I saw a very interesting thing, and you're never too old to learn, about how a woman wants her private parts touched. And a lady put out a video, and it's going crazy, of how a man, teaching a man, how to handle a lady's parts. Right? Okay. We're just happy when a lady touches our thing. Right? If she's touching it, if she's touching, she's trying, and that's all we're really asking for. It's a huge move. Put some teeth, a couple of fingernails in it. We're going to tolerate some of that pain while you you work out the kinks. Ladies get upset. If we screwed up the first day, there's not a lot of chances. They're not going to go, hey, you gave it a run. Very rarely does a man get the, hey, he was down there, he tried. That's all I'm looking for. A woman's idea is you better know your way around the, the, you know, the, the equipment. A lady cracked an egg in her hand, right? And the yolk is all that's there. And she takes her fingers and she starts to rub the yolk. And you can see the yolks bulging a little bit on the sides. All right. And after, very gentle. After, very gentle. And she said, this is the pressure, gentlemen. And then, in the, and then it gets real dirty. It's, a, it's half a boner worth of video. And then she rubs the, and then she plunges her fingers into the yolk. They're like, that is hot. I don't know what I just, I want eggs and sex. I've never had this before. But yeah, that's rub how you do yolk, it. Rub the yolk, rub the yolk, then you, go No, in. no, you don't go crazy. See, look at you. You're, you're, you're just too excited. Okay, okay. I'm Sometimes you, just, you, don't, you don't go all Massage that. Massage. You just the rub yolk. the yolk, but you rub, <laughs> but Brady, the point is don't break the yolk. Oh, I thought you said she went into the yolk. Yes, but what did I say first? This is why you're rubbing the yolk. This is why you're not allowed to touch it. I'm going to rub the yolk. This is why you're not allowed to touch it. But not just rub the yolk, caress the yolk. Caress. Move it, but don't break it. Okay. I I figure you're one of those pounder guys. You're one of those uh, pistons with a finger. All you got to do is rub it. You don't have to do anything. And then she looks at the thing and she goes, This is how a woman wants to have over treated. (laughs) Oh, man. Ah, who needs to go to sleep when I've got you next to me? All right, stop, lady. This is crazy. She rubs it, and it made me want to try it with an egg. I don't think I can do it. Now, where'd you see this at? Uh, I'll try to find it. I, I find things. Not a Pornhub thing, is it? <laughs> no. I have a lot of things I just find, Brett. Here. I'll send it to you right away. All right. I'll, po- I'll post it up so everybody can yeah, yeah. watch this thing. But I don't know, at age 50... If I've ever done this to where I wouldn't break the yolk. I think I get a little overzealous. I think I'm doing a lot of push-pull maneuvering that may yeah. not be in the favor of the uh, recipient. I sent it to you. All right. It's going to be scrambled eggs and... Yeah, yeah. I'm, my, I'm, two my, minutes. I may have the intention of fried eggs, but then that one I crack that breaks in the thing, and then I just start stirring real fast. So, all right, we're having scrambled eggs instead. I think that's what we're doing. I think I'm... I, I am not separating the yolk from the whites. I am <laughs> smashing the yolk. Well, Brett took that a different way. That's what we scrambled eggs and pancakes and all. Yeah, I'm making French toast is what I'm making. I'm slapping bread up against it. I'm throwing it in fire. I got milk all over it. I don't know where that came from, but there's a. it's a mess. I'm making a mess. I'm bad in the kitchen. But this little, this is a nice little thing that, again, can you do it? Could you have yolk in your I'm going to practice. I am too. Do we have eggs here at all? Toledo probably has a dozen oh, yeah. eggs somewhere. Yeah, inspired. but they're probably in, like, they're, they're probably in a can or something like that. <laughs> artisan, I mean, it's, yeah, they just artisan have water. Eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some powdered eggs. They're pretty, no. Oh, here he comes. Does he have them? I don't you have, have, you got have any eggs? He, oh, yeah. See, he's got some eggs in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was the craziest thing as I'm watching it. I'm like, wow. 
That's a really good, like, where's, where's dad when you're 13 to tell you about this? Like, there's no way Torp would have ever gone, all right, just say rub a vulva, boy. No. <laughs> you two had your sex talk when he was 80 here on the show, and it was still uncomfortable. My dad tried to get me to, like, he asked about condoms once, and it was almost like the worst day of our lives. He hated talking about it. I hated hearing it. But if he'd have just cracked an egg in his hand and said, this is what they like, don't break the yolk. I'm like, that would have been very helpful the first time I chafed a girl. And <laughs> I mean, I was. Time I punched the dough Because I know what I like. And that stuff gets rough. Vigorous. Vigorous. Dry. Wow. <laughs> Just loads of pulling and pushing and punching and scraping. And, and I'm like, if I like that, hers is pretty similar. It's just inside out. I think that's where you got to go in and get it. Like, I'm always acting like I am I lost some keys. Yeah, you get in there and get those back. Evidently, it's just some egg yolk. He's going to give it a little push. Do not break the yolk. I don't think you can do it. I think your sausage hands, even just imagining that it's a, you're just smashing it. It's hard not to break the yolk. So that's a lesson. I mean, I avoid breaking the yolk when I'm flipping them with a spatula. Right. We're, we're not I'm talking about food. Better, or it's I'm not probably food better anymore. with a spatula <laughs> then. Maybe I should just go down there with a spatula. <laughs> this is a, Brent says, don't. Eggs and Brady, stop, John. You're going to get, uh, Ronnie's going to be walking around with an omelet in her pants. <laughs> He's going to get confused and just start adding diced ham. And <laughs> yeah, you're getting Brady hard talking about all this. Turn that into a Denver omelet. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, there he goes. It's yeah. You can't have the talk as a gentleman without turning it into cheese and Ooh, a little cheese. Toss it in there. I'm just gonna got some bacon to put in there. I've never wanted to put my mouth on a woman's sewer more. <laughs> now you're talking. I'm still not it's gonna a, do it though. It's gross. a breakfast it's against God unless Let's, there's a treat in there. Next thing you know, Brady's trying to make like Rice Krispie squares and. Moons over my no head. No eggs. <laughs> we don't have any eggs. Damn uh, it. I would have liked to have seen Brady give it a run. Without going. <laughs> give me another one. I, m- I messed up. I will go get some. Go get some <laughs> eggs. <laughs> we'll try it out. Uh-huh. We'll see if Brady can get that done. But it's a, do you, did the video on the thing I sent you? Yeah, I'm going to post yeah, it. It's an interesting, you know, as silly as it seems. It's a lady basically saying, guys, and we've always asked them. We always say, how come they never say exactly what? It, we just say, touch it. Lick it. We're fine. That's it. We don't really care about techniques. Some are better than others, but like the great Adam Carolla said, blowjobs are like pizza. There's no such thing as a bad one. You're still eating pizza. <laughs> sure, it's got some junk on it. You might have to move, but it's in the end, it's just bread, cheese, and tomato sauce. And whatever, the, and it's, you're just happy somebody ordered pizza. They got the wrong toppings, but whatever. Some pizzas are amazing. Some pizzas not so good, but it's still pizza. We're always saying, well, we don't even know. They don't tell us. Now they're telling us. And I don't know how she discovered that, but it's, a, it's an excellent visual test. And I guarantee you, everybody listening here is going to give that a try tonight. With Not with your wife, either, with the egg. Everybody's going to try the egg thing. Like, oh, my God. That's, and you're going to discover that you've been a bit of a lumberjack. Because it, it doesn't take much to bust that yolk. Honey, I thought we had eggs in the fridge. <clears throat> I got a hankering. <laughs> Why are your hands all weird? Right, I gotta wash them real quick. You look like you've been touching Carol Ann from Poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> I break a, you gotta break some eggs to 
cause a woman to have an orgasm. I don't know what the saying is, but I've <laughs> been working on it. It's for you, baby. Eggs are expensive, you idiot. But yeah, practice. I still cook so, it. Sorry, yeah, I'm still going to put it in the pan afterwards after I massage it to, to climax. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that egg's going to hard, baby. I hope my egg's a squirter. She's over easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to turn it over and I'm going to do the back of it. <laughs> How hard do you push on that? I bet you a little harder. But yeah, you realize when you do it, I've been a little rough. I've been a little rough around the edges down there. So my apologies to all the... Uh, I have to say I'm sorry. I'm yeah. going to make some phone calls today. I say, hey, look, I, uh, remember that time I was rubbing you like uh, I was sanding wood or something? Yeah, I apologize. That was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like... I was getting the splinters out, basically. I thought you liked it the way I liked it, which was dry, rough, and a little bit of crying. I thought that we both were on the same page. Sorry for chiseling. <laughs> yeah, <it's> basically <laughs> just... Yeah. I was like a metronome. <laughs> just flying through that thing. I need to apologize to a lot of people. But yeah, give it a try. Toledo's going to go buy some eggs. We'll put Brady to the test a little later in the show. Don't break the up. And I should have told you, touch that the way you touch a woman. You just squirted that all over the place. Yeah, she loved it. <laughs> but yeah, just squirt, just punch it once. You like that? <laughs> you know you that. like that, bitch? You know you like getting punched in the thing. Stop punching my thing. You like it because that's what I like to do. Busted your yoke all over. <laughs> You're a mess down there. Don't break the oak. That's what I'm saying, boys. And ladies, maybe you like that a little rougher, but you got to say so. You, initially, you don't want anybody busting the yoke. And then later, I'm going to bust your yoke with something else. Just don't say, what are you doing if the guy's trying to rub the yoke down there, you know, changing his technique? Well, if she's saying that, she didn't want you down there in the first place. It doesn't <laughs> matter what true. your technique is. If on thing. her mind the words, what's what he doing? doing? Is it, if it's even in her brain to think that, you, it doesn't matter how good Never you mind. are. It doesn't matter how good you are at anything. What are you doing? <laughs> is uh, Yeah. That's not good. I'm just rubbing the well, yoke. that's a good start. <laughs> You're really... Base- okay, so let me preface all this. A willing participant has to be involved for you to test this out with a person. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm rubbing your yoke, ain't I? Get out of here, you idiot. Feel that? You feel that? Not busting another yoke. <sighs> You're so stupid. Get out of here. This is why we sleep in separate beds. Good night. Don't break the yoke, man. It's pretty cool. Anyway. And I don't want to hear uh, anybody else's theories, especially from a guy. I don't want some guy to go, you know what else you can do? Take spaghetti. No. Dudes, we don't have the answer. we got to stop acting like we we figured it out. Take it to the next level. Quail egg. Yeah. <laughs> Those are real delicate. It's like she's 90. Ah. <laughs> you can bust a hip if you bust that yoke. Be careful, bro. Maybe even just use your thumb a little. Then you got the bragger. Yeah, yeah. I can well, do see, hummingbird eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I can take a scrambled egg and make it fried again. <laughs> I can put the yolk back in. Yeah. Uh, basically, all of us have just figured out, we think, what the one we like wants. And we still don't know for sure. I could ask any married guy. I'm like, you know how to do it? Eh. I got a few buttons I know how to push, but for the most part, I don't think I'm getting it right. It's on our Facebook page now. Okay. Even with Medea, you guys are probably, you know. At one point or another, she probably tells her friends, hey, he's a little rough. <laughs> I could do without that 
cornucopia horn going in and out of me from his neck. <laughs> Chip my tooth. I don't know what this goddamn sea of tranquility represents. I don't know what he's got on his neck, that thing. It's, it's, it's the chain center. Yeah, and he's yeah. got that weird... Smacks me in the forehead again. <laughs> that Dago horn gives me another black eye. <laughs> I wish you'd take that off, but asking him to take that off, like asking you know him not to believe in Columbus, it's, <laughs> he has to wear it. So I just talking her. She, she, she wears goggles so that thing doesn't <laughs> poke her eye anymore. She's got a catcher's oh, mask oh, on. And, oh, you like that, baby? <laughs> no, you're poking her eye with a dago horn. <laughs> oh, don't call it that. My eye. That's offensive to millions. <laughs> it's a representative of my people. Hey, where's my pinky ring? I got to go get it. Yay. <laughs> Turn around. That won't happen. Yeah. I guess you should be facing a different direction, <laughs> which is what I wanted in the first place. <laughs> Not going to do that with you. Booty. You will put it in your butt. What am I, a fazool? <laughs> <laughs> what, are they, what is it? Mechione? Uh, R- Rickione. Yeah, Rickione. Yeah, Rickione. That, I love the Sopranos for all the dirty words that I learned that were. Well, you think I'm a Ricky Owen? <laughs> like, I, I remember watching that when it was on. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I know it's not good. And I had to look it up. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm no Ricky Owen. What, is, what does that mean? I looked, I'm like, oh. Yeah, maybe you're a flambe. Essentially the homo <laughs> F word in Italian, but different. I'm no flambe. You a flambe? You calling me a Ricky Owen? I'm like, I got to look all this up. It's like, I need subtitles. It was great. But anyway, yeah. The Dago horn. See if you can make it so it doesn't break the yolk. I guess it would Not be similar possible. to like rubbing an eyeball. Yeah. You know, but a little softer even. Like, I think I could rub, you can rub an eyeball a little harder than you can rub an egg yolk. Eyeballs are hard to poke out. Trust me. I've had two thumbs in there before thinking, I saw this on Pornhub. Boy, she's going to love it. Pornhub's changed everything. Dudes are smacking stuff. I watched a guy hit a girl right in the love button. Just hit her. Oh, and she seemed to like it. I'm like, I don't think that's a thing. I'm not going to try that. We saw Toledo with that bat. <laughs> yeah, on that, yeah, that. Well, that's see, that's a guy just going. Watch this. Nobody wants it. Is this for me? Yeah, look at this guy. Eggs are too expensive to waste on some broad. Women's orgasms aren't necessary for procreation of God. Gave an F about him. Why should I? <laughs> He's slaying, I'm sure. On God a date didn't give an F about him. Why should I? He made it so hot. Hey, look, you don't need him to, you know, start spraying the juice all over the room to make babies. That's my job. I'm really aggressive with the yolk. I'm like Chef Gordon Ramsay in that part of the kitchen. <laughs> You're breaking the yolk, donkey. Yeah, it's a nice little life lesson. You know what? You learn things here. You learn things here at the show. Good one. And there isn't a guy right now out there thinking, I'm going to try that egg thing. You can't help it. It's all over the internet right now. It's a big, it's gone viral, as they say. So give it a test. And if you break the yolk, you're a little rough. But the way she plunges into it after she's like, this is how you work it. You got to prime the edge. It's like an old 1930s truck. You can't just fire off the key. You're going to flood it. Oh, I flooded. All right. All right. Settle down. <laughs> oh, it gets flooded in you my want, bedroom. You want a little Dago horn in you? <laughs> Not really. I'm doing it anyway. Uh, anyway. No choice. It's Brett Vesley's Dago horn of vengeance. Uh, it's Judas Priest here. Because we support the trans community and their day of vengeance tomorrow. <laughs> or the next day, I guess. It's two days away. Uh 
That's my friend Mark's birthday, I believe. Is uh, he was born on Trans Day of Vengeance? <laughs> don't think celebration. I'm not going to just constantly remind him of that. Uh, it's Judas Priest. It's screaming for vengeance in a dress. It's '98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.